0: وَأَشْهَدُ أَنَّ مُحَمَّدًا عَبْدُهُ وَرَسُولُهُ أَمَّا بَعْد So carrying on then with the supplications of the morning and the evening the next one that we have is narrated by Abdullah ibn Mas'ud عنه, in the Sahih of al Imam Muslim, the king of the Imam, the king of the Imam, the لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له له الملك وله الحمد وهو على كل شيء قدير رب أسألك خير ما في هذه الليلة وخير ما بعدها وأعوذ بك من شر ما في هذه الليلة وشر ما بعدها رب أعوذ بك من الكسل وسوء الكبر و... من الكسل وسوء الكبر رب أعوذ بك من عذاب في النار وعذاب في القبر <coughs> وإذا أصبح قال ذلك أيضا أصبحنا وأصبح الملك لله so in this Dua, it mentions, Amsaina wa Amsal Mulkulillah. And this is the version that you say in the evening that we have entered into the evening and we are all the dominion and kingdom, the control under Allah we have all entered into the evening, and the whole dominion and kingdom of Allah, it is of the belonging of Allah. فمعنى قَوْلِهِ صلى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ فِي أَوَّلِ هَذَا الدعاء أَمْسَيْنَا وَأَمْسَ الْمُلْكُ لِلَّهِ اَيْ دَخَلْنَا فِي الْمَسَاءِ That we have entered into the evening, so at the beginning of this du'a, that's what you actually say: that we have entered into the evening. Wa amsal mulku wa al mulku ka'inan That the whole of the creation has now come into the evening. The creation is all the kingdom of Allah and the dominion of Allah specific to Allah. فهذا بَيَانْ لِحَالِ الْقَائِلِ اَيْ عَرَفْنَا وَأَقْرَرْنَا بِأَنَّ الْمُلْكَ لِلَّهِ وَالْحَمْدُ لَهُ لَا لِغَيْرِهِ So you are affirming and acknowledging Recognizing that all of this creation It is the kingdom of Allah All of this creation It is the dominion of Allah <coughs> And that all of the praise It is for Allah Walhamdulillah that praise is not for anyone besides Allah, إِلَيْهِ وَحْدَهِ وَاسْتَعِنَّا بِهِ So we seek refuge and we return back to Allah alone, and we seek aid and assistance from Him alone. وَخَصَّصْنَاهُ بِالْعِبَادَةِ وَالثَنَاءَ عَلَيْهِ وَالشُكْرِ And we have specified, singled out, Allah with worship and praise and gratefulness and gratitude. وَلِهَذَا أَعْلَنَ بَعْدَ ذَلِكَ إِمَانَهُ وَتَوْحِيدَهُ And that's why afterwards the person, he makes apparent and clear his iman and tawhid. After initially saying, Amsaina wa Amsal mulkulillah, walhamdulillah, then you say, La ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharikala, that there is no deity worthy of worship in truth except Allah, He alone, wahdahu la sharikala, no partners to Him. So that is an emphasis of the Tawhid when you say, Wahdahu la sharika lahu, an emphasis upon your initial statement of Tawhid La ilaha illallah. Walamma akarra lillahi bil wahdaniyah, at ba'a bil qarari lahu bil mulki wal hamdu wal qudra ala kulli shaykh. Then after the person acknowledges the oneness of Allah, that person then also acknowledges that the kingdom and the praise and all of the ability and power, it belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's why you say in the next part of the dua, لَهُ الْمُلْكُ وَلَهُ الْحَمْدُ وَهُوَ فَالْمُلْكُ كُلُّهُ لِلَّهِ So all of this kingdom, all of this dominion, it belongs to Allah. بِيَدِهِ سُبْحَانَهُ مَلَكُوتُ كُلِّ In the hand of Allah is the whole of this dominion, everything in this creation. وَالْحَمْدُ كُلُّهُ لَهُ مُلْكًا وَاسْتِحْقَاقًا And the praise, all of it is for Allah. He is the one deserving of all of that praise. وَهُوَ سُبْحَانَهُ عَلَى كُلِّ And He, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is all capable and all powerful over everything. فَلَا يَخْرُجُ So nothing exits from the power of Allah. As Allah mentioned, <coughs> وَمَا كَانَ اللَّهُ لِعْجِزَهُ مِنْ شَيْءٍ فِي السماوات وَلَا فِي الْأَرْضِ إِنَّهُ كَانَ عَلِيمًا قَدِيرًا That there is nothing that would weaken Allah or make any type of difficulty upon Allah from the heavens and the earth. He is the all-knowledgeable, the all-powerful and all-capable. Then after that opening introduction to this dua, whereby you affirm the worship to Allah, the oneness of Allah, you affirm the Tawheed as you open up this dua, then you say, Rabbi as'aluka khayra hadihi al wa khayra ma My Lord, I ask you for the goodness of this night and the goodness of what comes after it. Because remember, this dua, this version is to be said as part of the evening supplications. This version that we've mentioned so far, it is the evening supplications version. So you're saying, Rabbi as'aluka hadhihi al laila wa khayrah ma That my Lord, I ask you for the goodness of this night. And the goodness of what comes after it, meaning from the nights that are to follow in the future. أي خير ما في هذه للصالحين من عبادك من الكمالات الظاهرة ومن وخير ما بعدها أي بعدها من So you ask Allah for the goodness of what is to come in this night for the righteous servants of Allah from the perfections of apparent or hidden from all of that goodness from all of that benefit religiously and worldly all of that goodness you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for in this night that is now approaching and also in the nights that are to come in the future And then you say, وَأَعُوذُ بِكَ مِن شَرِّ مَا فِي هَذِهِ اللَّيْلَةِ وَشَرِّ مَا بَعْدَهَا And I seek refuge in you from the evil of what is in this night and in that which follows it after it, from the nights coming after it. اَيْ أَعْتَصِمُ بِكَ إِلَيْكَ مِن شَرِّ مَا أَرَدْتَ وَقُوعَهُ فِيهَا (coughs) Min <coughs> Meaning that you're asking Allah for protection, for refuge from the evil, from the bad that Allah has decreed would occur on that night or in those nights from whatever is hidden or apparent. So you're asking Allah for protection from anything bad that may occur. Then you say, Rabbi a'u'ubika min al kasali wa That my Lord, I seek refuge in you from al kasal. Al kasal meaning laziness and being feeble and weak and not being able to. Go out and perform what you are required to perform for the goodness of yourself in this world and the hereafter. That you become lazy and do not strive after that which benefits you in this world and in the hereafter. So the Prophet Sallallahu would say in this dua, I seek refuge in you from that, that laziness and inactivity. وَمَنْ كَانَ كَذَٰلِكَ فَإِنَّهُ لَا يَكُنُ مَعْذُورًا بِخِلَافِ الْعَاجِزِ And a person who finds himself in this state of laziness is not going to be excused for his lack of worship then. Because the one who abandons the worship out of laziness has no excuse compared to the one who is unable physically to do some act of worship. If somebody was physically unable to do something, that's different. Somebody is physically unable to travel and go and do Hajj. So they are excused. As opposed to somebody who is capable but out of laziness doesn't go, he is not excused. So this type of person who is lazy and abandons the actions, then that person will not be excused. It is not though... It is not like he is incapable; he is simply lazy. While Muradu besu el kibar, and the second thing that you seek refuge in Allah from is from the evil of or the difficulties of old age. Ayy ma yurithu kibar us sin min thah bil aql wa khilaat al ra'i wa zhir bihi al hal. It is known that when a person grows old that the mind may for some begin to weaken and their abilities begin to weaken, their intellect becomes all mixed up and they lose their mental faculties that occurs to some people as they grow old in age. That is what the Prophet ﷺ used to seek refuge in Allah from. To be protected and preserved in your mental faculties as you grow old. Because we know when you see in real life how people when they grow old. They may lose their mental faculties. You hear about all of these. Uh, what they call in the medical field the dementia. That occurs to many elderly people etc. So here the Prophet used to seek refuge in Allah. From being in that state of mental incapacity as you grow older. (coughs) And then he would say. Rabbi a'udhu bika min athabin nar wa fil-qabr," That my Lord I seek refuge in you. From the punishment in the fire. And from the punishment in the grave. اَيْ أَسْتَجِيرُ بِكَ يَا اللَّهِ مِنْ أَنْ يَنَالَنِي عَذَابُ النَّارِ وَعَذَابُ الْقَبْرِ That you say, My Lord, I seek refuge in you. That you protect me from being touched or harmed by the punishment of the fire and the punishment of the grave. وَإِنَّمَا خَصَّهُمَا بِالذِّكْرِ مِنْ بَيْنِ سَائِرِ أَعْضِبَتْ يَوْمِ الْقِيَامَ لِشِدَّتِهِمَا the reason why those two points are mentioned in particular, the punishment of the grave and the punishment of the fire, is because they are from the most severe types of punishment in the hereafter. They are the most severe types of the punishments of the hereafter. And so you seek refuge in Allah from the punishment of the grave. And from the punishment of the fire in the afterlife. The grave, the barzakh, that is the first step into the afterlife. From all of the different steps you will take in the afterlife. All of the different levels of the afterlife, the first stage from all of the stages of the afterlife is the barzakh, is uh, in your grave. That is the first stage of the afterlife. سلم سلم and the one who finds himself safe in the grave will similarly find himself safe after the grave, meaning after the resurrection. Alam As for the hellfire its pain is tremendous and its punishment is severe. May Allah preserve and protect and guard us all from it.. <clears throat> However, this same Dua, it can be read in the morning too, with a slight change. There's a slight change you make to the dua and then the rest of the full dua can be read in the morning too. And that slight change is that instead of saying amsana wa amsal that we have entered into the evening now you're going to say we've entered into the morning so you say asbahna wa asbahal mulku And then there's another small change you're going to have to make later on in the du'a, in that part when you said, Oh Allah, I ask you for the goodness of this (coughs) night, and then the nights after it. Now you're going to say, I ask you for the goodness of this day, and the days after it. So you'd say, Oh that I ask you for the goodness of this day and the goodness of what comes after that I seek refuge in you from the evil of this day and the evil of what comes after it so that is one of the du'as that can be recited in the morning and in the evening that is from the morning and evening supplications remember this chapter we're on right now It is the chapter that is talking about the du'as, the supplications that can be read in the mornings and or evenings. The supplications that can be read in the mornings and or in the evenings. This one here we see then it can be read in the morning and in the evening. You simply change the wording from night to day. Depending on whether it is being read in the evening or if it is being read in the morning. Also another example of (coughs) a supplication that can be read on a daily basis. A supplication that can be read on a daily basis is mentioned in the hadith. أبو الدرداء رضي الله عنه عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من قال في كل يوم حين يسبح وحين يمسي حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم سبع مرات كفاه الله عز وجل همه من أمر الدنيا والآخرة In this narration now of Abu Darda. He mentions from the Prophet ﷺ. Even though this hadith, it appears to be the statement of Abu Darda himself. But even with that being the case, that this is a narration that Abu Darda narrated himself his own statement, not from the statement of the Prophet However, such a statement of this nature, saying that you should read this dua or that dua, that is not possibly something a companion would have just made up himself. A companion would not be able to just make up and say, read this dua or read that dua in the morning, in the evening, So even though the narration is authenticated as a statement of Abu Darda rather than the chain going up to the Prophet ﷺ, here the scholars have said the narration can be taken as an evidence because it is not possible or feasible to say that a companion would have just made up some dua and said this is what you're supposed to read. It must be that at some point he did get that from the Prophet, ﷺ, even though this chain on this narration, on this hadith doesn't link up, it is still assumed upon this uh, narration that he got that from the Prophet ﷺ, because things like this the companions could not make up, and that is a principle mentioned in the sciences of hadith. It is a principle mentioned in the sciences of hadith. If a companion narrates something, the chain, for some reason, whatever reason, doesn't connect all the way to the Prophet. ﷺ, but the companion himself is narrating something which is a type of thing, or subject, that could only be known through revelation. It is not something you could make up yourself, it is only something that could be known through revelation. Like this here now, that you're supposed to read this dua and the wordings of that dua, where have they come from? Where has this wording of this dua come from? How has it been established that you read this every day? That is not something the companion would just make up himself, make up some words himself and say, this is what you read every day. So that must have been something he took from the Prophet ﷺ, even if this narration, the chain, does not link up to the Prophet ﷺ. So the ruling given is that the narration is from the Prophet ﷺ overall. And that is, من قال في كل يوم Whomsoever says every day, when he awakens and when he uh, goes into the evening, meaning in the morning and in the evening, whoever says every day as he enters into the morning and he enters into the evening, hasbi Allah. He says, hasbi Allah. Allah is sufficient for me. La ilaha illahua. There is no deity worthy of worship and truth except He. Alayhi tawakkalt. Upon Him I put my trust and dependence and reliance. Wa huwa Rabbul Arshil And He is the Lord of the Great Throne. مرات, seven times. Whoever says that seven times. Kafahu Allah Azza wa Jal. مِنْ أَمْرِ الدُّنْيَا وَالْآخِرَةِ That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will basically remove the worries of this world and the worries of the future in the afterlife and what's gonna happen from you. Those worries will be removed from you. Those concerns will be removed from you. Concerns and worries that you have ...regarding your worldly affairs... ...and of what's going to occur in the afterlife... ...those worries and that concern is all removed from you... ...whomsoever recites this dua in the morning and in the evening... ...that I put my trust in Allah... ...there is no deity worthy of worship in truth except He... ...upon Him I trust... ...He is the Lord of the great throne... ...whomsoever recites that seven times... Hasbi Allahu la ilaha illa huwa alayhi tawakkaltu wa huwa rabbul arshil azim. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, removes from him the worry and the concern of this world and the hereafter. Sheikh Abdul Razzaq mentions here, fa al-mubarak لَهُ أَثَرٌ بَالِغٌ وَنَفْعٌ عَظِيمٌ فِي كُلِّ مَا يَهْتَمُّ أَوْ يَهِمُّ الْمُسْلِمُ مِنْ This du'a, this blessed du'a has a great and far-reaching impact and benefit for everyone who or every Muslim who is concerned about the affairs of his world and the afterlife. And so when he says, Hasbi Allah, Allah is sufficient for me, meaning that you put your trust completely in Allah, that Allah will suffice you. Your dependence is in Allah, your trust is in Allah. وَمِنَ al الْعَظِيمَةِ الْمَشْرُوعَةِ Al Mashrua Tasabahiwa al-Masa Anyapul al-Muslimi the Asbaha Waida Amsa. Also, another one of the supplications of the morning and the evening connected to all of this is that a Muslim says in the morning and evening, Subhanallah wa bihamdi 100 times. Subhanallah wa bihamdi 100 times. And that is mentioned in the hadith of Abu Hurairah in Sahih Muslim. Uh, Abu Hurairah radiallahu anhu قال, قَالَ Rasulullah اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وسلم, that the Prophet صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ said مَنْ قَالَ حِينَ يُصْبِحُ وَحِينَ يُمْسِي Whomsoever says when he arises and when he goes into the evening whomsoever says in the morning and in the evening سُبْحَانَ اللَّهِ وَبِحَمْدِهِ سُبْحَانَ اللَّهِ وَبِحَمْدِهِ One hundred times, لَمْ يَأْتِي أَحَدٌ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ بِأَفْضَلَ مِمَّا جَاءَ بِهِ Nobody will come on the day of judgment with anything better than what that person will come with. The one who makes this dua every day. Nobody else will come with anything better than him. إِلَّا أَحَدٌ قَالَ مِتْلَ مَا قَالَ زاد عَلَيْهِ Except for somebody who says exactly as he used to do or more than what he used to do in terms of dua. So, these are some of the supplications mentioned for the morning and the evening. Then we move on to the next main supplication. The next main supplication with the explanation of it. And that is from the hadith of Abu Hurairah عنه, in Sunan At-Tirmidhi and Sunan of Abi-Dawud and other than them, in At-Tirmidhi and Abu Dawud and other than them, hadith which is authentic, declared Hassan by a Shaykh al-Albani, rahimahullah ta'ala, that the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa used to teach his companions, to say, anna nabiyya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, kana yu'allimu ashabahu, he used to teach his companions, Ida asbaha ahadukum falyaqul, He used to teach them that when one of you awakens in the morning, uh, when one of you is in that early morning time, then you should say, (laughs) Allahumma bika asbahna, wa bika amsayna, wa bika nahya, wa bika namut, wa ilayka annujur, wa amsa fal yaqul, Allahumma bika أَمْسَيْنَا wa bika asbahna, wa bika nahya, wa bika namut wa He used to teach his companions that when they awaken in the morning they should say, Allahumma bika asbahna, that O oh Lord, by you we have arisen. By your blessing meaning and by your aid and by your mercy upon us we have now come into this morning. By your mercy, by your blessing, by your power upon us we have entered into this current morning. Wabika Am Saina and by your blessing and by your mercy upon us we come into the evening. وبك نحيا وبك نموت and by your blessing we are alive and by your command we die أي حالنا مستمر على هذا في جميع الأوقات وصائر الأحوال في حركاتنا كلها وشؤوننا جميعها فإنما نحن بك أنت المعين وحدك وأزمة الأمور كلها بيدك الأمور كلها بِيَدِكَ ولا غنى لنا عنك عين. so when you say that through you, your mercy, your blessing, we arrived into the morning. through your blessing and mercy, we go into the evening. through you and because of you, we are alive and by your decree we die. So you are affirming in these words that you are completely a servant of Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. And then wa ilaykan To you will be the return. To you will be the resurrection. Ail marji' yawm al-qiyamah. بِبَعَثِ النَّاسِ مِنْ قُبُورِهِمْ That to you will be the return on the day of judgment. When the people are resurrected out of their graves and they are brought back to life after death, then that return will be to you. And then in the other version of the evening you say, Meaning the end result. It ends up before you. That we will all end up before you and we will end up returning to you. So notice in the morning version of it, of this dua, you say, ilayka nushur. To you is the return. And in the evening version when you're reading this dua, you change that and say, al masir. And that is because in the morning when you arise then that has a resemblance to the resurrection when everybody arises. And so you say to you is that return meaning that resurrection and return. Because there is a a similarity to the people arising in the mornings after their sleep to the rising up of the people upon resurrection. So in the morning version you say, nushur. As for the evening, then you say, masir. To you is that, <coughs> to you is where we are going. To you is where we are going. And that is more appropriate to be said in the evening. Because when a person sleeps. Then his soul exits from his body. And we know in the narration it mentions. How Allah holds back some of the souls. And those people die in their sleep. And others are allowed to return. So. That is appropriate wording for the evening. Because you are going to be going to Allah. And those souls, some of them are kept back. And others are allowed to return. So the two wordings have some relevance to the morning and the resurrection. And to the evening and the point of going back to Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then... مِمَّا يُوَضِّحُ هَذَا مَا ثَبَتَ عَنِ النَّبِيِّ صلى الله عليه وسلم أَنَّهُ كَانَ يقول عَنْدَ قِيَامِهِ مِنَ النَّوْمِ uh, The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم, used to say when getting up from sleeping, أَلْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ الَّذِي أَحْيَانَا بَعْدَ أَمَاتَنَا وَإِلَيْهِ النُّشُورِ That all praise be due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Who has given us life after death, and to him will be the the return. That you have been given life after death. When you go to sleep, your soul exits from your body, and it's known as the minor death. Al-imata as-sughra, al wafat as-sughra, the minor death. So you say that to you belongs all the praise, who has given us life after death, and to you will be the return. Also here, the Sheikh mentions a couple of others that are similar to this dua. One of them is again the hadith of Abu Hurairah, رضي الله عنه. أَنَّ أَبَا بَكْرَ radiyallahu رضي الله عنه قال يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهُ مُرْنِي بِكَلِمَاتٍ أَقُولُهُنَّ إِذَا أَصْبَحْتُ وَإِذَا أَمْسَيْتُ that Abu Bakr said to the Prophet, ﷺ, O Messenger of Allah, command me with words that I can say in the morning and the evening. Meaning, tell me what dua can I read in the morning and the evening. So the Prophet ﷺ said, Ul, Say, اللهم خاطر السماوات والأرض O Lord, the creator of the heavens and the earth عالما الغيب والشهادة The one who is all knowledgeable and witness to everything hidden and present رَبَّ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ Malika, The Lord of everything, the king of everything, the controller of everything أشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت I bear testification that there is no deity worthy of worship in truth except you. I seek refuge in you from the evil of my soul and from the evil of the shaitan and his participation, shirk, alongside. And in another version, وَأَنْ عَلَى نَفْسِي أو أَجُرَّهُ إِلَى That I seek refuge, that I should bring about some evil upon myself, that I should bring about some evil upon myself, <coughs> or that I should إِلَى uh, مُسْلِمٍ I should bring that evil upon another Muslim. That I seek refuge in you from bringing evil upon myself, or ending up bringing that evil upon another Muslim. So this is another of the du'as of the morning and the evening. In this du'a we learn that you seek refuge from the evil of yourself, from the evil of your soul and the desires that your soul pulls you toward. شَرُّ النَّفْسِ وَشَرُّ النَّفْسِ يُوَلِّدُ الْأَعْمَالَ السَّيِّئَةِ والذنوب وَالْآثَامِ The evil of yourself, of your soul, it produces evil actions and sins and wrongs. Similarly, شَرُّ الشَّيْطَانِ The evil of the shaytan وَعَدَوَةُ Lil لِلْإِنسَانِ مَعْلُومَةِ and the enmity of the shaitan to a person is well known. How the shaitan tries to create those sins in a person and to entice that person upon committing that wrong and those sins, enticing that person in his heart. وَقَوْلُهُ وَشِرْكِهِ اَيْ مَا That you are asking Allah to protect you from the shirk that the Shaitan is attempting to drag you into. The greatest sin that will not be forgiven if you die upon. So you ask Allah to protect you from that. Just like Ibrahim alayhi salam used to make du'a. Asking Allah to protect him from the idols and their worship. And also... That a person he performs that evil upon himself. You may do evil to yourself. And that is as a consequence of the sinning and the wrongs that you are engaging in. And finally... That you may bring some evil to another Muslim. You seek refuge in Allah from bringing evil to yourself. And also seek refuge in Allah from bringing evil to anyone else. To other Muslims. So you're asking Allah for protection for yourself. And for protection from taking your sins and your evils to others. So that is another one of the du'as of the morning and the evening. Any questions up to there? We mentioned this then who can remember. When we talk about the morning supplications, when are those morning supplications supposed to be done? And when we talk about the evening supplications, when are those evening supplications supposed to be done? The morning ones... After you pray your Fajr prayer up until sunrise and the evening. After you pray your Asr up until Maghrib prayer. That is the ideal time for these morning and evening supplications. However, if a person did go slightly outside of those times, beyond those times, then inshallah ta'ala, it is still acceptable if a person went beyond those times. A person, for example, went over Fajr, after Fajr did some of these supplications, or after Maghrib did some of these supplications. We mentioned the Shaykh said that would be allowed, but those times that are mentioned there, what we just said, they are the ideal times for the morning supplications and the evening supplications. If you do it in those time zones, then that is more and better. Those time zones from after fajr up until sunrise and after Asr up until sunset, they are the ideal and priority times. Outside of that is allowed, but they are the ideal and proper times. No, why are you going to read it before Fajr comes in? If you've woken up to pray Fajr, pray your Fajr, then read the Adhkar. No, after Fajr. Not before, if you wake up early Tahajjud time, anything like that. The morning Adhkar or after Fajr. Yeah, the Sheikh, he mentioned once you pray, what, what difference does it make about the start of Fajr? Because even if you've got up at the start time of Fajr, You're going to be awake until you pray Fajr. You have to pray Fajr. So it makes it irrelevant to say, can I do them before? You're going to pray Fajr. When you pray Fajr, then do the Adhkar. That's what the Sheikh mentioned. After the prayer of Fajr. So it's not like a person is that desperate to go to sleep straight away. You pray your Fajr, you do these Adhkar, and then you can do what you want. This question was the same question as last week. And we said the Sheikh said after the prayer. Anybody has more than that, then you bring it. Generally, generally, Sheikh Bin Baz and other scholars, maybe too, they do say yes. They do. Generally, they say yes. That is the morning time. But here the Sheikh, he mentioned specifically, maybe there's some reason for that, specific after the prayer. So we'll stick to that for now, unless somebody can bring some further evidence or enlighten it further. But... Sheikh bin Baz did say any time, uh, as long as the Fajr time enters and the Asr time enters, all of that is morning and evening. But here the Shaykh had mentioned after the prayers of Fajr and Asr. And since you're going to pray Fajr and you're going to pray Asr obviously, then you can just do the Adhkar after the prayers. Anything else? Uh, the easiest one is the fortress of the Muslim. Personal Muslim. or Many of these, the majority of these would be in there. Everywhere, everywhere. There you go. In fact, yeah, that one too. Yeah. Oh. <coughs> Not fadail al-A'mal. In fadail al-A'mal, you're just going to find stories that are made up. Lies and fabrications. Weird and wonderful myths. That's all you're going to find in there. Alright, we're going to round off on that for today then. Inshallah ta'ala, next week as usual, carry on with the next section of the supplications of the morning and the evening. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam.